Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Straight Ballin'. I also want to welcome Tyler Hero back down to earth. It didn't take long, but he's back down to earth. I, I know you can, you can hear the, the enjoyment in my voice. And we'll get to Tyler Hero in a bit when we get to the Wisconsin players. But as always, we start with Wisconsin and we start with Duke. And I don't even know if I should even start with Wisconsin. John and I did Spread and Bread uh, two days ago and two nights ago. So if you want to hear a rant on Wisconsin, they played Minnesota and lost. We we had the last half hour of the of the uh, of the pod was all for the most part was uh, mostly happened. We got we touched on hero uh, from the week before, but if you want to hear our talk about Hap and they played Minnesota, and I'll just reiterate again, they scored fourteen points in the first half. It's a typical Wisconsin basketball. Hap was one of seven from the free throw line. It's just it's a debacle. Again, you Badger fans, enjoy whatever you think is going to happen this year, but it's. It is what it is, and this is not basketball that I enjoy watching, and uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because uh, we talked about it on Spread and Bread, so go check out that pod. Give it a listen. You can hear it. Badgers play tomorrow at Penn State, so we'll, uh, we'll talk next week. Duke. Duke played tonight. They played Clemson. Uh, I, I was not going to lie. I was a little worried. You know, these Duke games sometimes, you, you know, you, you, uh, you, in the past, you, 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 you realize they lose some games that they should not lose. And halftime, it was 40 to 33, a little, little closer than maybe I thought or would hope. And then they just came out like gangbusters and, and it, was, uh, it was over. They won by, I don't know what the final score was, but they won by about 20. Uh, a few stories of the game. Zion finished 25 and 10. He had it insane 360 dunk the dude the dude's ridiculous he is he's ridiculous it's so funny i was um watched the end of the game we were out to we were uh jameson played a game in final like tonight at uh 5 50 so duke started at seven so on the way back i i had the game on in the car and then we went out to eat so i was trying to kind of i was kind of watching it here and there and we got back home and caught like the last five minutes and uh, caught the highlights afterwards, and and Tiny made a comment of, he's he's two hundred eighty five pounds. He's so fast. He's really fat. And I'm like, well, he's thick. He's not really fat. He's kind of thick, but uh, he's 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 insane. He's the real deal. He is. I've started, and I'm. I have recently. I've changed my tune on the number one pick, based on you know. Uh, selling seats and all that stuff. And Zion, I, at this point, is your number one pick. And the the only thing I thought about tonight was that he wouldn't be your number one pick is because is he shot-wise close to Ben Simmons? That's like my only worry about him, is that people can lay off of him so much that it's going to be an issue in the NBA. I mean, Ben Simmons can't shoot, and you can just... I mean, he has awful games. He's a, he's a great playmaker, and he he, he rebounds and... And he, he passes the ball well, but he cannot shoot. And my, that's my worry about Zion uh, tonight. I mean, he's nine. He was a nine. He was nine eleven from the field tonight, and his two misses were from three. So you take away that shot, that three point shot that he, he didn't. I mean, he's nine of nine or eight of eight. I don't. It. it it's. He's going to be the number one pick because I think it just. It's so much excitement. You. You'd be stupid not to take him at number one. R. J. Barrett. Another R.J. Barrett type game, 13, 9, and 4, took 14 shots, made five of them. Again, struggled from the three, was one of five. 
that's not good. I'm sorry. Like this is this was my guy that was going to be your number one pick in the NBA draft, and I just he's so inefficient at this point. His, his, his shooting percentage is so bad. He just shoots so much that he gets he puts up numbers and not like thirteen nine and four is great, but uh, that he's got to he's got to clean that up. The biggest worry, the biggest story to me out of this out of this game is Cam Reddish, and this has been a you know the uh, the talk all year. I've mentioned this multiple times. Evan again texts me tonight about it, and he's like, just fucking bench him. Don't even start him. Like start White. Like we have no shooting, and he's right. I mean, Cam Reddish is supposed to be the best shooter in this class, and He's awful. He was 0 for 4 tonight from 3. 1 of 8 overall. 4 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists. Like, that's not... I'm like, thank God he can play defense, but I don't... I mean, it, I've been reading articles lately about how, you know, NBA uh, execs and GMs aren't worried about Reddish. He's going to be a top 5 pick, maybe top 3, because he's just a long, athletic 3 and D guy, which is what the NBA, you know, that the NBA is about at this point, which is true. But I'm I'm concerned about his shot, man. This is awful. You can't you can't hit a freaking college shot, and it's not like they're all. He's not shooting like off balance step back threes. I mean, he's shooting for the most part open threes. That's a problem if you're not hitting them. It's for someone like that at that caliber. Uh, it, it should be it, it, it. He should be shooting way better than he is. So, it. I'm I'm I am I like I said it last week or two weeks ago. I'm. 100% concerned about Cam Reddish. I have no idea what how this year goes. All I know is he's got till March. He's got two months to fix it. Because if he doesn't shoot threes well in March, Duke's got a very good chance of getting beat. That's just that's just the way it's going to be. There's my Wisconsin Duke take. Let's move on to the Wisconsin guys. Again, we start with Keyshawn Justice. Again, don't get to watch him much. Uh, actually played... Gonzaga tonight, they got beat 91 to 48. So they got destroyed. But when my ESPN notification came through, it was it gives you the top two guys from each team, the top guy from each team. Keyshawn Justice was one of them. He had 14, 4, and 0 against Gonzaga, 2 of 7 from 3. He had uh, 6 of 8 from free throws. But and that's his typical game I've seen has been like 2 of 6, 3 of 6 from 3. Not much uh, to report on from Justice. I'm going to save Hero for, for the end here. We'll go to Halberton. This this fucking kid, man. I tell you what, man. He continues to impress me. I I don't get to watch it much. I didn't. I was busy uh, in the this afternoon, this evening with with um uh, my kids playing basketball, so I didn't get to watch the Kansas Iowa State game. I have it on my DVR. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow, hopefully when I get a chance. But I was keeping an eye on the box score, and uh, even on the second, he played Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. He had twelve, four and three, four of six and three. That's like his typical line: four of six from three. Kansas today, 14-1-3, and she shot four or five from threes. You know, John and I talked about it on Spread and Bread the other night and how his form is so awful and he shoots two-handed. He's, again, he's shooting at like a 45 to 50% clip at, from three, it, which is, it, it, it's, 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 it's mind-blowing to me. Iowa State is the real deal. They are 12-2. and two. They weren't rated. They weren't ranked at all this week they're going to be ranked next week they beat kansas obviously and they beat him good and halberton's a big reason he's playing big minutes and he's very efficient and he's shooting well even how awful his form is he is shooting well and i, I, I don't know i mean at this point it's is it uh is this reality now is this just reality that tyrese halberton is a good shooter i don't want to live in that world i don't i'm sorry 
I will, uh, I'll always be a critic. I don't even care if he finishes this year at 50% from three. I will be a critic. I just, it's shooting two handed is, is not a, uh, a thing that lasts. Moving on to McCabe. What a, what a, God, Huggins, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Again, Huggins, I know you're not listening to this, but please, God, listen. What the fuck are you doing with you, with your fucking players? Especially McCabe. What the fuck are you doing? So McCabe starts against Texas Tech. uh, I think it was like, it was the second, whatever. It was a few days ago. He starts. He plays like a minute and gets yanked right away. He just, he, he makes a, he takes a bad angle on defense and he, and the guy scores and Huggins yanks him immediately. And then he plays like another minute, I don't know, later in the game. So McCabe goes zero, zero, zero. He's done today. They play at Texas and he plays 28 minutes, scores seven points, three rebounds, three rebounds, no assists. It was two for three from three. How the fuck do you go from starting and playing two minutes to not starting and playing 20? Like, Huggins, I'm sorry, man. Your time is done. I, I've never been a fan of yours, and I am clearly not a fan of yours now. This is you fucking yank these kids around nonstop. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason for what you do. I, it's why I've I've said in the past, like, if I'm McCabe, I have no idea what I'm like. What what do you do? Like, okay, well, I, my guess is my hope. I shouldn't say my guess. My hope is that Huggins is keeping these kids. You know, they he talks to them individually and says, this is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. I don't know Texas Tech or Texas well enough to know why McCabe is a better matchup for Texas than he is Texas Tech. But to go from starting and playing two minutes to playing 28 minutes is a real freaking huge difference. Okay. And you guys all know me, everyone who, or people who, who do know me well, I'm not a McCabe guy. I, I, I just feel like he deserves a chance. And he's getting yanked around. And I think all the, t- all the players in the team are getting yanked around. He just, he's, I, I think Huggins, I don't think he's ever been a great coach. I think he's always coached undisciplined players and he can never rein them in. And that is not any, it has nothing to do with McCabe. That is, a, that is a pass thing. I think he's actually the one player that he has actually reined in is McCabe. I, I would actually like to see McCabe do more. But Huggins just doesn't let him. And uh, I didn't, you know, uh, to be honest, I didn't watch the game today, tonight. I didn't see McCabe play against Texas again. It's on my DVR. I'll try to watch it if I can. I'm going off off the box score, but you know, to play two minutes one game, to start and play two minutes, and then the next game and not start and play twenty minutes is just it's so it's so up and down. Like you just, I don't think these kids know what to expect. I think, and it's tough for these kids that are, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one to to get a feel for anything if they have no fucking clue what's how things are going to be coached. So we'll we'll keep an eye on it as always uh what happens going forward with McKay but I I don't even know what to do like I try to do I do DraftKings for college basketball and I've been awful at it and I always like to take Justice and Hero and Halliburton and McKay when I can just because they're Wisconsin guys and you know I we're, we're, I'm from Wisconsin and I always want to make sure I take Hero because I know there's always going to be that game that he fucking breaks out and he screws me so if he's going to screw me on this podcast I better make money off him in DraftKings Halliburton's just too efficient not to take uh, Justice, he's not on DraftKings a ton, but McCabe, I, I, I can't even take McCabe anymore because I don't know if he's going to fucking play a minute or he's going to play 30. I don't know anymore. Huggins, get your shit together. Jesus. Let's move on to Hero. Again, welcome Tyler Hero back down to earth. Played Alabama today on the road. Wow, Alabama did everything they could to uh, try to piss that game away. That was crazy. That game I did watch. And if you didn't watch it, try to watch the end. Try to watch like the last five minutes. Alabama had a like eight to ten point lead, and they did 
everything they could to piss that game away to Kentucky. Hero finished 12-3-0, uh, 4 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. As I said, welcome back down to earth. Shulman, Billis, did the game again. Uh, I wasn't able to catch the entire game, but I caught most of it. It seemed like their agenda was not on Hell uh, Hero this game. It was elsewhere because they were not, you know, giving him just free hand jobs based on what his, uh, you know, ranking was last year for for recruitment. Um, it's you know, Hero makes a three, he makes a shot, and they still they still go a little bit over the top, but. It wasn't like last week. Last week, it was just nonstop. It was the Tyler Hero Fest, and today he played like he's been playing all year. So, again, like, I'm watching Cam Reddish, the best shooter in the class, shoot like shit. Tyler Hero, if not the best shooter, the next best shooter in the class, one of the next best shooters in the class, he's still shooting like shit again. When is when does that become reality, right? When, when do we realize that, okay, this is kind of how it is? You know, it's no different. If anyone's watched, you know the NBA. Clay Thompson's shooting like shit this year. When does when does that become reality? Like when when do you you've you've gained up so much stock? When does that change? Right? Like when does Cam Reddish and Tyler Hero stop? Why when do they when do we stop giving them a free pass and realize that maybe they're not that great as shooters? Maybe they're great in high school, but maybe they can't shoot that much in college. Maybe they're just the way it is. I'm not saying that that's where we're at. I'm just it's I'm thinking out loud here. All I know is. Tyler Hero has played 13 games. I think it's about 13 games. And he's had essentially one great game, probably two other solid games, and the rest have been pretty subpar. And yet last week we got a verbal hand job from Shulman and Billis, and it was, again, disgusting. You're sick of hearing about it from me. I'm sick of actually talking about it. Yet I continue every week to dedicate time to talk about Tyler Hero on the podcast. Again, McCabe, Halliburton, Hero, Justice. You're welcome on the podcast. We'd love to have you on. Me alone or with uh, with uh, John on Spread and Bread. We'd love to talk to you. I'd love to. Here, uh, McCabe, you live you live like five minutes away from me. So whenever you're in town, I, bring come on come on over. Come in the uh, come in the studio. I do actually have a studio. Come in the studio. We'll talk basketball. I'd love to. I'd love to talk about it. It'd be, it'd be a great thing to do. So that's my Wisconsin Duke Wisconsin uh, ball players breakdown more upcoming games because wisconsin plays tomorrow uh nba stuff who jesus john and i talked about spread and bread are uh five most hated athletes i must say hated disliked athletes or sports people i have hinted that harden is going to be one of them if you did not hear james harden talk this week don't i mean don't it's just don't but james harden has this ability to just flail everywhere and just draw falls he shot 27 free throws like a week ago it's just it's awful and he has the audacity to say don't you know forget the falls why are we talking about my falls why don't you focus on my greatness i do not like arrogant people i'm sorry and you can say oh look at you even you have you've made your own podcast maybe you're arrogant that's not if you know me i'm not arrogant james harden clearly is arrogant and then we've talked about this me and john have talked about this about how i i, I think all professional athletes they have to be there there is a a level of, of arrogance to them that's just the way they're built i just i jesus to say focus on my greatness okay james sure yep great you you drive down the lane travel 90 percent of the time throw your hands in the air 
and get called. They the defense gets called for a foul all the time. And your step backs, you take five steps on step backs. I, I'm not sure what your greatness is. You've clearly manipulated the NBA rules. They've clear. They've they've changed rules because of your of rip throughs because of you. Next thing they're going to do is change rules on your step backs. So yeah, that's greatness. Awesome way to go, James. You're awful to watch. I hate. I do not like you as a player. Uh, you're clearly arrogant, more arrogant than I ever think you should be. And your travels are awful to watch. Speaking of awful to watch, if you didn't watch the Golden State game again, I think it was against Portland the other night. Uh, it was towards the end of the game. Oh, maybe it was Houston, actually. I don't even know. Maybe it was Houston. There was a play where, Ke- where Kevin Durant saves the ball out, out in the baseline. Just if, And if you haven't seen it, just Google Kevin Durant baseline save. I'm sure it'll pop up on YouTube or whatever. This is why I hate officials. And you guys, I've talked about officials in the past, and I will continue to talk about them. He literally was never in bounds. He takes three to four steps out of bounds, saving a ball. It's on the baseline. He's running from like basically under the hoop to the corner of the court to try to save this basketball. He takes three steps for sure out of bounds, saves the ball, and they don't call it out of bounds. Like James Harden sitting there. I'll give James Harden credit here. He sits there looks at it like, uh, out of bounds, guys. He's out of bounds. He like stops playing because he's so far out of bounds. Three to four steps out of bounds, saves it. Uh, Golden State gets a ball. I think it kicks over to goal, to uh, Curry, and Curry hits a shot, and I think the shot actually ended up tying the game. It is, and the ref, you can see the ref in the background. Basically, you can see that he's looking in the area. That is why officials take so much shit. It's stuff like that that is so god-awful. You wonder how these guys become officials. That's not even knowing a rule thing. That's just, are you paying attention to anything? It's, I watched Scottie Pippen and uh, Elmina Hassan on uh, the jump, I think it was. And they, they were like, like visibly pissed off about it. Like this is, it was so frustrating. Like how can, you know, they take officials in the NFL, everywhere, major league baseball, NBA, they all take heat. Why do you, why, why are we surprised that they take heat? Like if, and Pippen was like, these guys cannot work the playoffs. Like the Pippen was like, the NBA has to come down, find the, find this ref and say, you're not working the NBA playoffs this year. That's it. And I, and I'm 100% in agreement. I, 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 I could not be more behind that statement. You cannot look at something like that and just look at it, and not blow your whistle. It, it was awful. If you, again, if you have not seen it, Google it. It, it, it. I'm not even kidding you. It was probably the worst non-call or worst officiated call, non-call, whatever I have ever seen in my life. I love you guys. I've talked to you. I have said about, I'm strict on rules and, and I'm anal about that stuff. And this was absolutely God awful. So Google it if you can. Toronto tonight in Milwaukee. Uh, Toronto pulled it out. And one, I mean, I think that's your, I think that's your Eastern Conference um, finals. I, to me, that's that's the, uh, those are your two teams that are gonna that are gonna play for the Eastern Conference championship. Uh, they won one twenty three to one sixteen. Giannis, God, he's so unguardable sometimes. Um, but that's that'll be a good that'll be a good series. It's late, guys. Uh, I'm gonna push off again another dick move of the week. I'm gonna push off another segment that I have, even though it would have fit perfectly into this and out this uh, officiating thing. But it's about twelve uh, twenty Saturday evening, late Saturday evening. I'm twenty minutes in, but I wanted to get something done just because. Obviously, we had a, a bunch of games and a bunch of players played today. All the Wisconsin guys played today, except for 
the Wisconsin, actual Wisconsin Badgers, but they play tomorrow. So I'll be back again. John and I are going to record Spread and Bread uh, Wednesday night, I believe. Jay Pow tomorrow. Eagles, Bears, we're all getting together, I think. Everyone's invited. We're probably going to Enduzies. So Eagles, Bears, three, whatever, three, three thirty. Buy one, get one. Be there. Uh, but we'll be back for Spread and Bread uh, on the NFL tip on Wednesday evening, probably. And I will be back for sure next weekend for straight ball. And just because we are definitely in the conference games have picked up for college basketball. So games are happening essentially two times a week. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. So, but everyone have a great weekend. Enjoy your Sunday. Uh, go Eagles. This has been straight balling. We straight balling.